to the Star Wars Brothers Podcast. I'm Cliff Boyd, and I'm here with John Boyd. Hey. And Drew Shepard. Waka waka. <laughs> waka waka. It's a Muppet yeah. thing. Fozzie Bear, yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. What made you think of the Muppets? So. You know, it's I was true. Going, hey, there's the connection. <laughs> I went with Frank Oz right there, so. Yeah. Cool. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Yoda and Fozzie have ever interacted in any official capacity. I think Fozzie could probably turn Yoda to the dark side pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. cream pie, like oh, let me just kill <laughs> thee now. <laughs> Force lightning, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know Yoda can do any of the dark side powers. He just chooses not to. So. Absolutely. Like, just on a whim. He could flip to the dark side and be the most powerful Sith um, on the planet, but he chooses not to do so. So That is actually, uh, I mean, a theory, right? I mean, you know that, right? No, what? Yeah, what you just described is, is literally a theory. I watched a video on it a few, I mean, it's been probably two or three months now, but... How Yoda, if he turned to the dark side, would be the strongest dark, um, you know, individual. Sure. Um, even Palpatine would fear that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I watched a little video. And it was pretty cool. Well, it's like on the light side, you can get to like level nine in power. But if you want to get to level 10, you've got to go dark. Like mm-hmm. to make that extra step, you have to go dark. And that's why, that's why you don't need as many Sith, right? So you only need a handful because they can take Jedi. Sith are in general, I think, more powerful than Jedi, um, because because they accept the uh, the dark powers. Who knows? Maybe that's not true. Well, that's my impression. And, and it's like in in some video games, like we've talked about before. Like, if you really want to have fun, you got to. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And same with Sith. <laughs> like, if you really want the cool powers, right? Skyrim is is much much more boring if you're not evil. Oh, because. Yeah. Like most of the plots <laughs> on all their side quests have you either making an evil choice or just not participating. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all those Daedric artifacts, you know, John, there's like 15 of those really involved yeah. quests for like the 15 most powerful things in the game. And you're doing things from like cannibalism to just cold-blooded murder to framing people. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the worst, the worst <laughs> stuff because you're tra- you're doing it in service of these demons to to get their uh, powerful swords and and whatever else's. Um, anyway, yeah, Sith have cooler weapons and powers and all sorts of stuff. Absolutely, so. absolutely. I'd probably be part of the dark side. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd be. I'd be light side. I'd be light side for sure. I think I would die quick, though. I don't think I'd ever get to a very high level of power. I'd do the minimum that I needed to to be like accepted as a Jedi, and like that'd be enough for me. <laughs> like, like lift rocks. Like, like yeah, like I'm a, a Jedi, trick. but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the the oldest low level Jedi. You're like the librarian else has moved on. <laughs> right. You're like the librarian Jedi. Like, Oh, there's cliff. Yeah. Right. He right, keeps right. the books. That's right. Yeah. No, I don't think I'd be the librarian. I think I'd be active. I think, I think everybody would just be annoyed that I'm not in the librarian role <laughs> or something, uh, you know, much less important. So Drew, what do you think? Are you light side or dark side? Oh, I'm light side. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't have the heart to be too bad. I see, I rescue fish and puppies. Like I, I could, 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Or why choose? Right. Isn't there some kind of like there's a gray that, Jedi that right that is neither. Sure. I mean, it's the best yeah. of both worlds. Like you can not be a terrible person and still maybe use force lightning. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm not sure. Not sure. We haven't seen have that a little more Star's situational yet, ethics so. as a gray Jedi. Right. So. A gray Jedi. Je- gray Jedi's are just theoretical right now, though, right? We haven't had any official, at least in the new canon. From if my understanding is, is I there. don't know. I guess you could you could maybe say the whole Jedi Order is a little bit gray, based on what's going on in this series, right? Uh, even in these episodes, I think we're going to see some things from them. Um, the episodes we're about to talk about. John, <laughs> I thought. Um, the, my first thought when Drew was like, yeah, I save, I save fish and, and puppies. I thought, and John slaughters chickens in front of his kids. So, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I also shoot deer. So, I mean, it, oh, it's a true. funny that's line. True, yeah. It's a funny line. <laughs> that's true. But you do that in service to your wife. Let's be, Correct. let's be honest. Correct. <laughs> that's not really. In service. To- that's a choice that's been made to you. <laughs> Just don't murder the younglings and we're okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. John, I think, I think they're, we could have a pretty cool star wars plot if i were if i were like the you know the the lazy light side and you were the dark side uh and we're brothers uh yeah I think and so. then and then drew has to like come in and 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 work with me because i'm so lazy <laughs> and my powers are just not that great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like me and drew versus john um so we've got the brother thing going but really it's just drew versus john and i keep getting in the way like whenever a big battle goes down at the end of it, they're like, did anybody see Cliff do anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I, I, I did something yeah. over here. I, I killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, at some point, we're going to need to do an episode when we want to take a break from Clone Wars or when we don't have time to watch it or whatever. We're going to need to do a similar to how we did with the movies. We need to do a pitch for a TV series because, you know, we just had all those announcements for these new Disney yeah. Plus TV series and all these movies that are coming out. And Drew, did you watch all that? Did you see? all? You know, I did, but I did not look into it too much because I know that I say I know I am pretty sure that somewhere in clone wars the bad batch you know spinoff or not spinoff but series right. that they right, right, right. will will come into play and so I, I don't think i know what that is yet we haven't gotten there i don't believe yet so i'm trying not yeah. to dig in too much really sure well we have 99 who was a bad batch he was part of a bad batch right he's already dead though that old guy remember the old guy old hunchback yeah they called him um they said he was part of a bad batch. I'm pretty sure they used those those words. So maybe those will come into prevalence later in the series. I don't know, but um, but all these live act. In addition to that, we've got like four different live action shows coming, and and I mean, if they're going to be that willy nilly with with what they're willing to do a live action TV series on, I think we might have a shot, guys. Yeah. So we need to we need to do a pitch episode for it, especially um, since it seems like a at, at least you know rumors. Who knows? But rumors are that a lot of these are setting the stage to maybe say, oh, seven, eight, and nine were in an alternative universe. They didn't really happen in the main storyline. Nah, they won't do that. That's, they better not. They won't do that. I can't see him doing it. That would disappoint me. Um, I know. Unless it involves I mean, I, alternate, just delivering alternate news, dimensions but, you know, in the Avengers. <laughs> 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 if it involves alternate adventure, uh, uh, 
alternate dimensions in an Avengers crossover, I might be okay with it. Right. It'll start um, with Doctor Because then we can collect royalties. Like, That's right. Being like, there's another possibility. <laughs> and then it'll back up and start over. <laughs> <laughs> there were actually two <laughs> scenarios. <laughs> Just didn't want to talk about the other one. Right, because it was really confusing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I I hope What's I don't the do force anything like and who that. are the X Men? Right, like I don't know if I want to introduce all these <laughs> these characters into our canon here. That just sounds a little bit a uh, little bit hectic. Might upset the uh, the reality that I'm trying to protect, <laughs> right? <laughs> In the long run, you know. So, what if they are. make like a, a seven dash two, where Luke Skywalker wakes up and is like, oh wow. That would have been an awful dream. <laughs> <laughs> dream. Come like, on, Ben. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Han, you're still here. And Harrison Ford's like, I thought you killed me off already. Please, why am I still doing this? He's like, he didn't even agree to it. He just <laughs> they just found him in a restaurant and like filmed him. Like, no, it's legal because. Because we weren't, you know, you were in a public place. So, you know, <laughs> like stick a green screen old. behind him when he didn't see it. <laughs> uh, well, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. No. John, what's matter. new in life? It's been like uh, months since we've recorded. Yeah, it's been a while. This point. It has. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot new. Um, I think it's been, what, five weeks, six weeks? Yes, yeah, last like time that. we recorded something like that. Um, it's been a bit. So I did. I guess today, one thing that's new uh, kind of got me pumped up a little. I'm I'm being recertified as a uh, interrogator. Nice for my, for my work position, and I did a uh, a successful interrogation today. So cool, uh, a real one, a real one. Yep, successful real one. Ooh. Lots of. <laughs> Can Lots you give us? You probably can't give us any of the details. I can. Uh, it involved uh, stealing. Um, <laughs> not. I was yeah. not stealing. Right. Um, <laughs> the person I was interrogating had been stealing, and yeah. uh, although it, you are it was a, a Sith, so yeah, I wouldn't you put know, it past you. That's right. <laughs> there was uh, there was a a lot of emotion in the room, and it mm. was. Uh, it, it's it's odd because I was interrogating somebody that's like older than my parents oh, and yeah. uh and have them crying and yeah and mm. telling me all these really detailed details about their life that i didn't want to know because mm. it wasn't part of what i'm after but i gotta act interested and sure and uh yeah so that's what's on my mind it was a pretty exciting one it went really well so mm. cool very cool drew what's new so on a much lighter note, <laughs> uh, uh, tonight, Amy and I played Overcooked, and that was a blast. Ooh, I've heard so many good things about that. And not going to lie, I had low expectations going into this because yeah. I was like, this just looks like a mobile game, basically, yeah, that they yeah. just put. And it might even be mobile. I don't know. But we played it on the Switch, and she really got into it and had a blast with it. And. I don't know if you ever watch cooking shows, you know, Gordon Ramsay, any of those sorts of stuff, you find yourself communicating by screaming because you're like, I need the onions. Why aren't you giving me the onions? And it sounds so, I heard people 
you know, I've seen a few videos of people doing it. I'm like, this seems silly. Why are they getting so into it? But it's one of those things where it really grabs you. And it surprised me how much we actually got into it and had fun with it. So, um, yeah, we had a good time with that tonight. Very cool. Yeah, that's a very, very well-loved game. Are you and Amy still getting along? At the end of it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard it can be pretty contentious and can really uh, push re- push a relationship to its limit. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a board game a few weeks ago. I think I told oh, you okay. about that, but yeah, yeah, when we were playing um, the Murder House on a Hill, mur- oh, you know, yeah, whatever yeah, 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 board yeah, game, right. and she was, you know, she's like, "Why did you have to kill the person?" I was like, "Honey, <laughs> honey, it's a game." It's a game. <laughs> the script says I do this, so it's okay. <laughs> you were like murdering a murdering a child or something. Is that what it was? No, no, no. That's what she made up in her own mind oh. to like <laughs> to feed into the sympathy factor. It just said I, you know, I buried alive one of their friends. They had like so many turns until like the person died. And you know, in which case I was the bad guy, so I would win, but they were trying to find them. And so if they found them, then they would win. Yeah, But, sure. you know, she's like, it could be an old person or a child. It's like, it says that nowhere in the script. Where are you getting this from? <laughs> uh, that's fun. Um, well, I, uh, you know, well, you guys already know, so it's not an update for you. Um, but my whole family caught COVID, got over it. And then we went up to Tennessee and had our, family get together. And one of the things that I was doing, we, and we did that late Santa Claus was delayed as well. And, and so that's part of why the podcast hasn't been recorded as well, I guess, just, we've been really busy with the holidays and obviously John's been going through a lot of transitions and, and all the traveling we've been doing and everything has just made it, made it difficult for us. So hopefully we can get some normalcy going back here. Um, again, going forward, not promising anything, but, um, but, uh, one of the things that I have been doing for the past few months through all of that <laughs> is trying to get online and secure a PlayStation five. And this morning I got a tweet from Wario 64, who's sort of an infamous um, restock updater. And I follow a few different people on Twitter, but his is almost always the first one to pop through. Um, he said, PS fives are on Amazon. I, immediately clicked the link hit checkout and my purchase was confirmed so nice. so this saturday i should have a playstation 5 finally after two months nice. of trying to get one so that's kind of exciting all right let's talk about these episodes um again this is it's been a really long time since any of us have seen these over a month i think for all three of us so uh, we might be a little shaky on some of the details some of my notes that i'm reading that i took while i was watching I don't even remember what they're about. <laughs> we did all do, um, uh, at least um, a couple of us did needed plot refreshers. And so we went and did some plot, re- plot refreshing. And I'm going to go over the plot real quick here. Um, and then we can talk about, talk about some of the deets um, from there. So as this arc begins, four episodes long, as this arc begins, um, a sniper is attacking the Jedi, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan. And he successfully kills Obi-Wan Kenobi, who gets shot by a sniper blast and falls to his death. Um, they even have a funeral for him. And Anakin is, is just so furious. And, and so you're sitting there like, what? 
what? <laughs> Obi-Wan died? It's, you, know, you know he didn't. But it doesn't make sense that he didn't because it's they just buried him, right? Um, and Anakin obviously believes it. Uh, well, psych, Obi-Wan actually is the person who hired the assassin to assassinate him. And um, he captures and disguises himself as Hardeen in order to find out information about a plot to kill Palpatine. So um, Anakin and Ahsoka still unbeknownst to the, uh, to the, the actual happenings here, um, they capture Obi-Wan who they think is Hardeen and send him to prison. Um, and in prison, Obi-Wan is trying to figure out who may be involved and what the details are on, on this assassination plot against the emperor more morally eval i think is how you say it morally eval i'll probably just refer to him as eval going forward but he is um a, this suspect that obi-wan's trying to get information from but when he gets into prison he finds out that he's teamed up with cad bane to escape um and cad bane doesn't trust Hardine, obi-wan and so they cad bane doesn't want to involve him what he actually does instead is gets Boba Fett, who happens to be in prison with them, the little kid, Boba Fett, to attack Obi-Wan to cause a riot so that they can slip off and escape so that um, so that Bane and Eval can slip off and escape. And, and Obi-Wan kind of figures out what's going on, and then he helps them escape and ends up uh, basically being with them um, out of prison, uh, now having earned Eval's trust. So Obi-Wan crash lands the plane in the next episode onto this planet. They go into town. Uh, Obi-Wan goes after a ship and Bane and Eval go after weapons. And in the meantime, Ahsoka and Anakin are pursuing these assassins um, or these prison escapees um, actually defiantly because uh, Mace Windu has actually asked Palpatine to, to leave it be and to, to, you know, to back off. Um, but, but Palpatine basically influences Anakin to, to pursue it. This is actually the, the whole under underlying plot is that, in, you know, Palpatine ends up being behind all of this. And, and this is part of him trying to get Anakin in a position where, where he's going to, uh, to really be tested and, and have his anger tested. Um, so when they catch up to the crew of criminals plus Obi-Wan, slash Hardeen, uh, they get into a fight. And during that fight, Obi-Wan ends up telling Anakin the truth. He finds an opportunity to, to, to tell him what's going on. And Anakin is obviously shocked, um, probably very relieved to find out that his master is still alive, <laughs> but also very confused as to, um, as to what exactly is going on here uh, and, and pretty upset. Well, Bane ends up actually almost killing uh, Anakin, but, Ahsoka ends up stepping in and saving him, and then they book it. Um, not Ahsoka and, and Anakin, but the others leave um, Ahsoka with Anakin unconscious. Well, Anakin wakes up and tells Ahsoka what's going on, and, and, then, and then we leave them for a while. In the next episode, we have Dooku, um, who is actually putting um, several different bounty hunter types through a test to find out who is going to be allowed to be involved in the plot to uh, not assassinate, I don't think, but to capture Palpatine. Okay. And so there's this great big box that Eval 
has constructed that has all these tests and life or death tests. And Dooku basically says, if you survive, you're going to be involved in, in the, uh, in the assassination plot. Well, without going into detail onto what all of these are, because that would just take too much time. Um, we can expand on that later if we want to, but Obi-Wan basically leads everybody to victory in each stage of it. Um, really impresses Cad Bane, uh, but makes eval look really bad because, you know, Dooku's intention was that a lot of these guys die in this box under these tests. And then only a few survive to go and, and be involved in this plot. So he's pretty disappointed in eval. And then when eval tries to basically, you know, mess things up to where Obi-Wan slash Hardeen again, it's not Obi-Wan, it's, it's Hardeen, um, or it is Obi-Wan, but he looks like Hardeen. Um, he tries to make it to where Hardeen's going to die. Bane actually um, having in this box uh, had his respect earned by Hardeen slash Obi-Wan jumps in and saves him uh, from death. So Dooku's impressed and he says, all right, well, to, to, as sort of a final test, go ahead and kill Eval for disappointing me. He tells Hardeen to do that. And, and Obi-Wan obviously won't um, because he's a Jedi and he did just kill people in cold blood. Um, Dooku's pretty disappointed in him. And so instead of having Obi-Wan lead, even though he has exhibited great leadership skills in this box, he puts Bane in charge. So final episode, here's the plot. They're going to assassinate, or excuse me, not assassinate, capture the emperor. I think it's capture, right? I don't think they're trying to assassinate him. Yeah, um, yeah it's definitely capture. Um, Dooku actually doesn't really trust Hardeen. He started to get skeptical of, of him and, and um, thinks something may be up. And so he puts a listening device in with him. And then Obi-Wan actually is put into a sniper role, having demonstrated great sniper skills inside the box. And uh, while he is observing everything that's going on, he is warning the Jedi um, about each stage of the, of the, uh, the plot to capture Palpatine. Um, but, uh, but Dooku's listening the whole time. So they do thwart the plot, but when they show up to the rendezvous point where Dooku was supposed to meet them, Dooku's not there because he, he you know, was able to listen in and figure out what's going on. Um, Bane's pretty ticked. Um, and he fights with Hardeen slash Obi-Wan for a while, but Obi-Wan is actually able to best him. Um, and I think Bane just escapes here. If I, if I remember, I don't remember if he gets captured or he, if he escapes, um, at the end of this, but, uh, what Dooku has gone and done is gotten together with Palpatine and planned an ambush, against anakin and so there's this whole battle at the end and i remember all the exact details on how it how it takes place but there there ends up being a face-off between anakin and dooku where anakin just about beats dooku but then dooku force lightning shocks him at the end um and basically wins uh all the while palpatine is just watching enjoying himself (laughs) as these two battle it out obi-wan steps in at the last minute helps to fight off dooku and um then uh, Palpatine says something about how great it would be, or, or excuse me, how terrible it would be if the Jedi were no more, <laughs> which is an obvious allusion to uh, his true intent here behind all of this. So, all right, it was very complicated arc, um, kind of hard to summarize. So I hope that wasn't too long winded. But what are y'all's initial impressions? I'm glad they took the time to do it in four episodes. I really am because watching it looking at you know the notes hearing you summarize it it's a really good story i think honestly i i enjoyed it um you know initial impressions i enjoyed it 
And in the past, it seems like they've, they've rushed some stories and others they have like drug out unnecessarily. But this one I honestly thought was paced really well. Like each, each episode of the arc had a very distinctive purpose for why it was there. And it played into the larger picture of, of setting the stage really um, for that last episode. Um, they did great things building up characters in, in the jail. That was a prime example. I loved it. You know, you already mentioned um, seeing Boba Fett, but you also got to see like the, the shark people again, which yeah. we haven't seen since Waterworld. <laughs> yeah. And it, it gave me like sweats to see him like, oh no, not this, not this again, please no. Um, but he just got to spin. We got the, the, uh, yeah. the monocle hut in these episodes. Yeah. Yep. At least so they're owning it. Was, it. it you know, cool. I, I respect that they're owning it, you know? <laughs> I think. <laughs> so I, I liked the whole uh, progression and frustration of Anakin being displayed. Like, and we see that a lot in the Clone Wars. And, it, and it's almost like, you know, no wonder he went to the dark side eventually. Like they didn't trust him enough to tell him that his master and best friend had not really been killed. Um, right. All the while, the person that's kind of comforting him is, of course, the emperor. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it just strengthens their relationship and almost distances him more with the Jedi as a whole. The, you know, it's how could you not? Uh, let me in on this plot. Like that's my mm-hmm. best friend. And there's a reason we know the reason they, they didn't want him messing it up, but even that it's kind of like, you know, like you thought I would mess it up. Like, so you just let me think my friend was dead. Um, and we see Anakin kind of easing towards that dark side uh, in these episodes and kind of what, by the way, he's kind of going rogue to go after him, um, go after who he thinks killed, Obi-Wan, even though it was just Obi-Wan in disguise. So I did like that. I like that theme showing up in in Clone Wars. Yeah, and I don't Um, think it was that they didn't trust him. It was that, at least a little weird, but it was like they wanted it to be believable. They needed it to be believable. And the only way to make it believable was for Anakin to react authentically. Right. And and they (laughs) must have watched... would somehow be able to see right through him <laughs> well so they must was, have uh, they must have seen the prequels and known that he was just not that great of an actor right yeah and uh and they're like hey we got to make this real sure <laughs> hey i guys my son is in the hall crying so oh, let good. me uh let me let me take a second and go check on him so okay i'll be right back i'm gonna try to make a sound so i can see um see where we are when i when i edit it <laughs> Hopefully I'll see the wave um, and be able to uh, identify where this where this point is. <laughs> so, John, you had a good Christmas, but I, it was busy. But are y'all all finally moved in? Yeah, we're moved in. We're just uh, we're redoing every room in the house and uh, everything outside and inside. It's just it's going to be a project. It's normal, but you know how that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've got a a very interesting HVAC system here that's given me a lot of trouble. It's uh, it's called a Florida heat pump. And so it it pumps water 
out. I'm I'm on well. I'm on a well here, so it pumps water out of my well and uses it to heat or cool the house, and then puts the extra water into a 50 gallon drum that's buried in my yard. That is, once it gets to a certain level, a sump pump pumps it into my pond that I have on my property. Very, very weird system. Um, And the sump pump died and it flooded my basement. Um, And then the, uh, so I diverted that water to just run out and it, so it's kind of flooding my yard a little bit, but it's okay. I'm on enough land where that doesn't bother me too much. Um, But with that water not going into the pond, the pond is now about six inches lower and I think we'll dry up until I get, if I don't get that, uh, that system figured out. So it's pretty exciting. Do you have any fish in there or anything? Yeah. Yeah. There's the kids have caught fish out there. So. Oh. And the neighbors say that their, their kids have caught some pretty good sized catfish in it. So I want to get it fixed. Um, yeah. and I like having a pond. Well, I'd ask those neighbors be like, you better return those catfish then, or at yeah. least pay me for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was before we owned the house. So. Like I'll let it slide this time, but <laughs> yeah. All right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might just leave it. In. Yeah. Did you talk about anything that you wouldn't want our we, listeners to know about? We talked about my HVAC system that feeds my pond. Ooh, that sounds very yeah. interesting. <laughs> it is. It, it's pretty cool. I'm just okay. All right. Smarter <laughs> every day. You learn something. So <laughs> yeah. That's a good YouTube channel too, but I'm not I'm not promoting right. it because they're not paying us. So, <laughs> yeah. So I I think that these episodes were definitely about um, centered around Palpatine, um, uh, the Jedi failing Anakin, and Palpatine exploiting that fact. Yeah. Um, obviously, Palpatine's behind everything that happens in all these episodes. Pretty much, um, he's behind the plot to capture him. He's behind. Um, the confrontation between Anakin and uh, and Obi Wan ultimately it's sort of a mini Palpatine did it all you know uh, sort of a mini look at really what happens in in the entirety of the the movie franchise right because Palpatine is the Phantom Menace in Episode One right and yep. he's the ultimate bad guy at the end of Episode Six and. And then he's not when we get to nine because he was just a clone in episode six, but he's behind the clone. So, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah. anyway, he's behind it all is the point. And Palpatine is the actual bad, uh, bad, baddest baddie through all of the, the nine films. And so this is just sort of a mini look at, OK, Palpatine's really behind all of this stuff that's going on um, from beginning to end because he knows everything on both sides. So the box. Yeah. Um, at first I was like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. But then I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I thought the theme of it was kind of dumb, but then I was like, you know, this, this is like, uh, uh, a saw mixed with a video game that Cliff would probably really like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a movie called the cube that oh, yeah. Wikipedia says this is inspired by. And uh, I don't, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, have you but seen? I, the I looked at a little bit of that movie. No, but I saw a YouTube video that was about, I think, two or three hours long that I watched a little bit of actually. That was like explaining, explaining the movie. 
I think the YouTube video is probably longer than the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would bet. And and I think it was called How to Solve the Cube or something like that. <laughs> so so the cube was one of the first like scary movies that I ever saw. That oh, I saw, really? Oh, that I saw okay. over at a friend's house. That yeah. Because I, I knew I probably wouldn't be allowed to watch it. Of course not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was all like, the cube, because it was my first, uh, you know. First and it is sort movie. of saw like, you know, it's like they're they're in yeah. this big cube and it they're is. all getting just murdered and we don't know who's murdering them or why. And yeah, um, I watched it recently with like in 2020 <laughs> uh, with my wife and hmm. uh, and she hated it, absolutely hated hmm. it, thought it was the stupidest movie she's ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched um, little clips in it. Yeah, I think bad. she's probably right. Yeah, in your bad. mind, did it hold up, John? Is it like, um, well, no, no, it didn't. I think the Star Wars but version is better. There is a Cube 2, Return oh, yeah. to the okay. Cube or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I heard about that. So maybe there'll be a Return to the Box. Maybe. Uh, movie. In, in the uh, Clone Wars. Maybe in the new right. Bad Batch series that's coming out. But they do they do have to go from like cubed box, like, like box to box. And they right. have to figure yeah. out the, the thing that doesn't get one of them killed. Right. And it's a kind of a psychological thing that they end up going through. And I want to say one person, what maybe I don't remember, but yeah, I think one person lives uh, and, and the it's, it's not a spoiler. Don't see this movie. It's, it's yeah, not very I would good. recommend it. So. So just get spoiled on it and you don't have to, but, um, but yeah, one person lives and, and this analysis video, I, I remember being like, this is crazy. How could it be this long? But I was like solving the cube. That sounds interesting to me. Like he solved it. So I skipped the end of the video and he's basically like, this is so dumb. And for all these reasons, this plot is convoluted and doesn't make any sense. So he like ran through all the different scenarios and possibilities. And his conclusion at the end of it was that was stupid and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll tell you, it, it, it acts like it makes sense. But then when you really look at it, it, makes sense. it, it was one of those movies where like, I was like, I liked it yeah. until you get to the end. And then you're like, oh, what a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. It's like you expect like I was to be really revealed and it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, the the cube. Yeah. It's a cube. <laughs> like <laughs> reminds me. We saw uh we saw this movie called Primer. Drew, I've told you about this before. Yeah, I watched it. Um, yeah. Did you watch it? I don't remember. Yeah. That. Oh, did we talk about that? Did I just forget? We did because I said it made no sense and you said you haven't watched it enough yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember talking about it now. So it doesn't make any sense. It's it's so confusing. I actually think it does make sense, but it is the most confusing movie I've ever seen. Um, and it's it's awesome. I really like it. And we when I was in college, it was the perfect thing for we watched it several times and we're like trying to figure it out and talking about different things and looking for little clues and things. And, and you can go on the Internet and people have put it all together and it's nuts. It's just com- there's no way to figure it out without, you know, watching it 100 times <laughs> and really, really taking detailed notes. Um, primer. The first time we watched it, <laughs> the movie ended and uh, this fella um who had i think it was ben benjamin apple i think was there and then i won't say the other guy's name but ben said as soon as that movie ended and the credits rolled when we stood up to leave he said if anybody says they understood that movie 
they're lying. <laughs> and uh, the other guy who we were with said, what? You guys didn't understand it? It's time travel. <laughs> and it was, it was obviously time travel. Like, that's what the movie's about, was time travel. <laughs> but it was like, that's not what we mean. <laughs> but a little more complicated than that. Right. Like, like we're just saying, we didn't, it, it's convoluted, you know? It's, but he's like, it's time travel. It makes perfect sense. Back it's to the future travel. is A to B. It makes a lot of sense. This was like spaghetti, this man. <laughs> yeah, right. So right, once again, I have about, yeah, this, go ahead. about this box thing, because I couldn't figure it out. Moralo Eval is, yeah. is so stinking upset that Obi-Wan is solving this. But people are dying along the way. And Dooku keeps on saying, we need five people. We need five people. So they're whittling it down. I mean, he's winning, but they still need five people at the end. So I'm like, this seems a little... I couldn't figure out why he was so mad Kenobi was actually beating the levels. Because I'm like, you still need five people to do this mission. And you're going to be... They left with five. So I was like, did I miss something there? Or do you think it was just upset that the same person kept beating the missions was that it well like one of them none of them died on right i think it was that first mission nobody died because obi-wan got him out of it and then the second oh, mission yeah. only like one person died and like i don't think they, they just weren't dying very much i think he just wanted a few from this group and there ended up being a whole lot more surviving than than he anticipated so he ended up utilizing them all whenever they got to the end of it but how many let's see there were five needed and then how many yeah. total how many ended up dying? Did they all, did all but five die? Yeah. Yes, I guess you're right. It does kind of, the numbers do kind of work out. I'm well, like, Dooku's a jerk. I think that's the bottom like, line. <laughs> yeah. Dooku's just evil. I guess that's it. And then in the, at the very last episode, this Moralo Eval, I, if I have to say, he was, he was a little annoying to me just because at the very end, he kept on saying, Please don't hurt Moralo Eval. Please don't hurt Moralo. I was like, mm. why do you keep referring to yourself in the third person? Yeah. But. So I have some questions. Uh, this is going to be fun, I think. I took these notes here while I was watching these episodes five or six weeks ago. And there's a few things that I have no idea what I'm referring to. So I'm going to see if you guys can help me. Bartender snakes. That was a note. And, and what I do is I, I write, I write down just a little phrase to trigger something like, Oh, I want to say something about that. You know, bartender snakes, um, nothing. Bartender. That... So the only, only thing I have about the bar uh-huh. was something I just saw. It was like a really cheesy line. Oh, okay. What was it? Uh, and that was uh, one of the people in the bar uh, when they were in there said one of the, one of the females said, Ooh, I'd like to check his midichlorian count. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, honestly, that's all the notes I have from this entire okay. arc. Uh, oh, I was but... like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Who says that? Uh... Uh... <laughs> all right, help me, help me out with this one. Prison food. I remember he didn't like it. It was like gross looking. All right, I don't know. We didn't mention it. We Bosk was in there too with Boba, yeah. which is kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, stun circles. I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know stun circles. Do y'all know what stun circles might refer to? This is episode one. Did they? Maybe they were stunning the prisoners. Did they? Stun? Was it maybe the stun circles like from episode four? Yeah. Where it goes. Yeah, I think yeah. they stunned the real 
guy. Oh, okay. The what the real? Oh, yeah, because we're not in prison yet. Yeah. Yep, they stunned the real assassin, didn't they? Mm, they must have used the same stun gun that was used against Leia. Yeah. In episode four. I bet that's right. why I wrote it too. So well, I mean, isn't that, that a strong. setting? Like just yeah. switch from Yeah, you just I'm set for stun. Yeah. yeah. And then I wrote down Obi-Wan let guards die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't remember, but I guess it happened. So, huh. Remember how um, Cad Bane, that, I think that was the scene you're talking about where Cad Bane punched Obi-Wan because um, Obi-Wan, you know, Cad Bane like killed the other guards, but Obi-Wan let the one guard lived and then his for, blaster you know, he, jammed. Yeah, his blaster jammed. Hmm. And so then Cad Bane like slapped him. He's like, that's for hesitating. Mm, okay. All right. So but, basically, uh, he didn't necessarily yeah. kill the guards, but he was he didn't there. Stop and he could have saved them. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and Cad Bane's immediately so. suspicious after that, and okay. which, All right. which I'll tell you, a blaster jamming kind of bothers me. <laughs> Have it we does. ever had that anywhere else in Star Wars? Anything? Oh, my blaster jams. That's kind of a bullet thing. Like yeah, yeah. the shell casing like doesn't eject, or you know, yeah, but no, it's circuit it jammed. Jam. Right. Yeah. So, uh, All right. Okay. One thing I, I will maybe, just maybe just he was for, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he got some. Jam in there. Jam. <laughs> no. We no, are not okay. telling jokes anymore, remember? Is that oh, a Spaceballs oh, okay. reference? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, jam no. the radar. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's the one thing I like, you know, when you say that, John, that reminds me about this arc, how there's a lot of suspicion, cloak and dagger stuff going on because really Obi-Wan has to first prove his that he's loyal to Moralawi Val. And then it goes on to be into Cad Bane and Cad Bane suspicious. And then, you know, Dooku and Dooku suspicious. I mean, and so it's just a lot of going back and forth with uh, the ties and trying to trust in the, the undercover aspect of it. And, and that was really something that I did like about this because they built it up well. And that's one thing I just really. All right. Here's the next note. This is on the next episode. Revenge force choking palp. I'm assuming Palp is probably Palpatine. Was there some force choking that happened? Maybe when Anakin was pursuing, was did Anakin do some force choking in this episode? Yeah, that's what I think probably happened from that note, but I don't remember it yeah. explicitly. So when he was when he was looking for Obi Wan, no, when he was trying to get revenge on the guy for killing Obi Wan, I feel like he choked somebody in the bar. Oh, okay, right. but I don't know what Palp has to do with that oh, yeah i'm not sure well either way um anakin doing force choking is just freaking awesome because that's darth vader's thing you know? right <laughs> that's perfect well, you know and, and i don't know if this works into it but i know in that episode because i have a note here that's when palpatine one of the quotes that he made to anakin is anakin perhaps they don't trust you oh and yeah just, you know how he's feeding into that sure and I, I know what this is referring to, but I haven't mentioned anything about it. Ahsoka protecting Anakin with her double lightsaber pose was just awesome. I just love that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the bond that's been built between Ahsoka and Anakin at this point in the series. And I love seeing her be like, no, you're, you back off. I will take yeah. you out. Um, and her double lightsaber is just awesome. It's just, she's the best double lightsaber uh, wielder that we've ever seen, I think. Okay, I wrote Yoda wrong butt. Dot, dot, dot. This is the next episode, episode three. 
This is the one with the cube. Um, I assume this is before the cube. Does Yoda maybe admit that he's wrong? Yeah. To but, uh, I don't know what butt's about. To Anakin, or to maybe not about not telling Anakin. Mm, okay. He's like, I see now that was not right or whatever. Okay. Right. I'm not sure what the butt is for. I said exact. butt dot dot dot. So I must have had a thought associated with that. I just don't remember what it is. Um, Mega Man. Just wrote the word Mega Man. And you know Mega Man. I'm, I'm thinking maybe the hand blaster. Was there somebody with a blaster for an arm or something? I don't know. We could skip that one. Um, false skill associated with the cube. That's probably just too too nuanced. Dooku head is uh, all right. Uh, and final episode. Now this is not an unknown note. I actually know what this is about, and I think this is pretty cool. Um, just something I don't think about a lot, and that is that Palpatine is from Naboo, and and I never think of him as a Nabooan, you know, or a Nabooan. Um, but he is, that's just, that's, that's who he is, is he's just a guy from Naboo. I think of Naboo as like this place, this just random place that's introduced in the, uh, in episode one, but really it's, it's so significant because it is the home of, it's the origin, uh, homeland of the greatest Sith ever to live, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. And that, that just showed <laughs> uh, it just showed him in his home turf as his home turf and it's not a way i think about palpatine a lot and so it made that association and made naboo more significant in my mind um, because of that um okay here's one here's, here's the one i was the most curious about this is actually the, the main reason why i did the whole thing here because <laughs> i want to know what i was thinking here i don't remember it at all 847 years ago is what I wrote down. 847 years ago. Wasn't that when Naboo joined the Galactic Senate? Like 847 oh, years ago, Naboo joined. I think you're right. Is that what they were celebrating, maybe? Is it the 847th anniversary celebration? That seems too random, but like, I don't remember. I think that's probably it. But I just, I thought that was interesting for some reason and wrote it down. 847 years ago. I don't know. Write in and tell us. What was I thinking? Somebody um, knows. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I've got. All right. Hey, I have one, this. and I'm, I'm oh, go curious. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, sure. In episode two, because I have one of these, and I'm going through my notes. All I have is, he's going to kill a dude with a toothpick. That sounds like an awesome scene, but I cannot for the life of me remember the context of that. Yeah. Uh, there was something mentioned in one of the Wikipedia. I was not reading through them in great detail. I was kind of just scanning through. Um, but that does, something like that does happen where somebody's going to use a toothpick or maybe even does use a toothpick to almost kill somebody else. It seems like a Cad Bane kind of that thing. It seems like a Cad Bane kind of yeah. thing, definitely. John, how much Cad Bane exposure do you have? One of the arcs that you skipped had Cad Bane in it. We've seen have him, we seen him before. We have? Yeah. Okay. I just don't remember all of it, but I don't know oh. how much of a fan I am. Really? I like him. I used to. But, uh, what, Drew? Was it on the swamp planet? Like when they first landed and they went to that store to buy some supplies and he was threatening the, the owner. Yeah. The toothpick. Uh, you mean? So, yeah. So the swamp remember. planet. Yeah. 
is uh, the planet the huts are from. Is it? Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's why we it, saw Monocle Hut there. Yeah. In doing my review, I found that I don't think it was actually covered. Gotcha. What is it? Nalhuda. Yeah, that sounds it's just right. a different part of the planet, and that's mm. you know it was such a uh, lawless area. Um, so we saw some pig guards there too. Did y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so I guess you know I never associated pig guards with huts, except that they happen to be in Jabba's palace. But so do a whole lot of other things. I kind of assumed pig guards were a Tatooine thing, but it sounds like they are just sort of hut slaves. Yeah. So let me ask you all this too. Do you think in all of this, because at, at the very end of the last episode, um, Dooku makes that, he makes a comment as he's like flying away. You know, he's lost. The Jedi have Palpatine. He's leaving. He's retreating. Uh, and he says, he's talking to Obi-Wan. He's like, you're a worthy adversary, but I can't say the same about your apprentice. So hmm. we know that, you know, obviously, he knows Palpatine, you know, who he really is, Dooku. But, and so he's fighting Anakin. Do you think Palpatine is cognizant at this point that Pal, or um, do you think Dooku is cognizant that Palpatine might be secretly trying to get a feel for if Anakin is going to be his replacement or not at this point? So Maybe I've always, sense. I've always thought that, that Dooku probably knew they needed him. But in the uh, in the movie, you know, Anakin kills Dooku, cuts his head right. off, and you see that mm-hmm. look of shock on his face when Palpatine says, "Kill him." Dooku's like, "What?" And then he chops his head off. So yeah, I kind of feel true. like Dooku's probably always kind of pulled the strings with du- uh, with uh, Palpatine's always kind of pulled the strings with Dooku on, "Hey, we need this guy." I don't know that he suspected that to happen. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I do think is is important to keep in mind in all of that is that Dooku is really just being used this whole time. Yeah. Oh, Palpatine yeah. has no intention of him actually being his apprentice. Um, he's the one who, at least one of the comics I've heard reveals, so spoiler, I guess, um, that in the new canon, because I know this was part of the legend stuff before, at least something like it was part of the legend stuff, but it's been confirmed in the new canon in one of the comics that <clears> – <throat> Palpatine used the force to create Anakin inside of his mother's womb. And so technically Palpatine is like sort of like Anakin's dad. Yeah. Like he has intended to get Anakin in on this the whole time uh, from the very beginning. So you, you can kind of follow that tread line and know Dooku is, he's not important to Palpatine. Palpatine has never cared about him. Not that Palpatine ever cares about anybody. He didn't care about Anakin. I don't even know if he cares about himself. Just cares yeah. about power, um, but uh, I guess is that what what is that what Palpatine's motivation is? Does he just want to become super powerful? Yeah, I think so. And that's sort of what we see at the end of Episode Nine, right? Is it's, it's just like, all right, I've reached this ultimate. Now you slay me, and we'll be even more powerful together. So I think it's just sort of that that wanting to roll forward the Sith power, generation after generation. Well, so, he want yeah, he wanted to be slayed so that he could. Inhabit her, yeah. a new yeah, a new body, which right. would make so immortality powerful. basically, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, kind of a Voldemort thing going on there. So, anyway, um, let's rank it. 
All right. I'll go first. I don't think I go first very much. Eight out of 10. I don't remember it that well, so I'm not sure if I can justify it. <laughs> but I remember liking it <laughs> and talking about it. It seems like there's a lot of cool, cool, little cool things here and there. I don't remember a lot of negative, maybe a few things that are like, yeah, that's not totally convincing, but, um, but overall, I think, I think it was, it was a, definitely a high point in season four. So I'm going to go I'm, with, Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm kind of same as you, you know, it's been so long since I've watched it yeah. that I'm pretty certain I'm somewhere between like a three and a nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say seven for tonight's purposes, just okay, uh, yeah. uh, because I do like, again, I do like the theme of Anakin being frustrated, Anakin using uh, powers he probably shouldn't be using, acting the way he shouldn't uh, in, in Palpatine there pulling the strings the whole time. Right. And I'm going to go with the nine, actually, because I love this arc. I really do. It was so much fun to me. And just talking about again, I might actually go back and watch it again. Um, There were some great fight scenes. I I know we like touched on it a little bit, but there were three or four that were really cool. Um, You know, Anakin and Dooku, that was a really good fight scene. Um, You know, the box, just some of the fight scenes in there. Uh, with Morala Vival and I just I really liked a lot of it and how it added a lot to the story of you know Anakin why you know more reasons why he turned to the dark side and uh, just you know his mindset so I, I really enjoyed a lot of it cool we have an email oh December email. 14th <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since we've recorded yeah. um, this is back from from mid-December from Caleb. Caleb is, uh, has, um, he's, I know he's one of our reviews. I think he's, has he written in before? Yes, he has written in before. I think. I'm trying to remember. Drew, do you remember if Caleb's written in before? We I know believe Caleb. he has. Okay. I'm looking through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He wrote, he did write in before. So Caleb writes, and this is a pretty, pretty quick email. He says, when I told you that season four was when the series got good, I'll tell you that I think I completely erased the first six episodes from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I just rewatched these episodes to listen to the podcast, and I forgot these were even in season four. Uh, the Umbara arc and after is what I remember from season four. <laughs> Fair enough. Caleb covering, uh, covering up his reputation yeah. um, right there. <laughs> and I think we're, season four is looking up. We have one more week of season four episodes, and then we're going to have a decision to make. Um, uh, let me, and Drew, I'll let you say what the next episodes are in one second. But I want to solicit um, some opinions about where we go from here. Now, up to this point, we've been just watching chronologically. Um, but it seems like at this point, the series has got its stride. And sometimes things are intentionally left out of chronological order. I don't think that was true in like seasons one, two, and three necessarily, but I feel like season four has been pretty cohesive the whole way through chronological order. And then for some reason, randomly, we get episode 501. That's like 13 episodes out of order. I have no idea why, but what I want to know is if, if somebody wants to ride in, you'll have a couple, at least one week to do it. Um, assuming I post this episode, <laughs> not three weeks later. Um, 
but uh, should we just continue to watch in order from this point or should we stick to our arc by arc chronological order um, thing that we're doing? I'm, I'm leaning towards sticking with a chronological order. And obviously if, if y'all have an opinion, I want to know that. Um, but I just wonder if some of the out of orderness from this point on could potentially be intentional. So write in and, and, and let me know what you think. If you want to express an opinion there, do you guys have any opinion about that? No, I don't. Right, well, we'll figure it out. We'll probably just stick to the order um, that we've been doing unless there's a compelling reason not to. Uh, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So, All right, Drew, what do we got? All right. So for next week or the next time we record, we are going to be talking about the return arc. That's episodes 419 through 422. That would be Massacre, then Bounty, Brothers, and Revenge. Brothers, it's good. Good for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <Storage> brothers. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.